Hi, this is Claire from Come Back Brighter. You're listening to my podcast about healing after narcissistic abuse. Welcome. Hi, this is Claire from Come Back Brighter. I'm going to talk to you today about what to expect after you've gone no contact, because I think it's a really important thing to understand. I'm not re- I'm not going to talk about what to expect necessarily from the narcissist or anyone acting on their behalf. I'm talking about what to expect that you're going to go through, especially the first maybe six months or so of going no contact, because I think it's to, important to understand why you're going through it and to understand that it's normal and a part of the process. So the biggest thing to mention is is when you go no contact is, it will be a first, and although this will fade, this will be a common kind of pattern. And that is that you you swing between being completely doubting yourself to feeling relief. So, and, and it's it's a really strange sensation because there'll be moments when you'll you'll just doubt that you that they really are narcissistic. You doubt what you went through. You doubt um, if it wasn't your fault in some way, if you didn't contribute towards it. Uh, you wonder if there's something that you could do to help them that might actually be able to like fix your relationship. And then the next day you can be just feeling just like justified in your decision for no contact you can feel relieved that you no longer have to have anything to do with them you can feel um like a little bit of anger coming in there um and you can feel kind of um like 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 just sure of yourself it's the right thing i know i've done the right thing okay and and I tell you about these two things because every time that self-doubt comes in, that's like the consequence of the abuse that you've been through. So if you'd gone through if you if you had been in a relationship with somebody, or if this was your parent too, and they'd always encouraged you, if they'd built your confidence up, if they'd made you feel good about yourself, you wouldn't necessarily feel that self-doubt. That self-doubt is the inevitable and inescapable consequence of having gone through narcissistic abuse. Because what they do is they systematically do different things to make you doubt yourself. So they will gaslight you. And what that means is that they will rewrite reality. They will rewrite history and deny it to you. So something can happen and they can swear that it did not happen. And instead of believing yourself that you know what you went through, you doubt yourself because you believe them over yourself. It's it's like they have greater authority over the truth than you do than what you've seen with your own eyes. When you're subjected to gaslighting frequently, it makes you doubt your reality. Okay? They will also do things that they will lie, they will twist things, they will they will completely invalidate all your feelings, every single opportunity that they that you've that they've got. So if you're feeling sad, they'll tell you you shouldn't be feeling sad and that you're wrong for feeling sad. 
Or if you're angry, they'll tell you you shouldn't be feeling angry. You should be feeling like this instead. So we're, we, so much we give them, we kind of trust them to be honest with us and to tell us what's happening and to kind of reassure us that what we think is right is is right and that these things actually happened. But what they're doing is they're lying about it. And the more you can be stuck in that self-doubt, the longer you will stay in that situation, the longer you will be there for them to abuse you. So they do these things systematically. It's not just, it's never just a one-off thing. It's always like little bit by little bit. And they, if you're um, talking about narcissistic parents, this is something that would have gone on since you were a baby. So you're completely habituated to this. You're conditioned to accept this as normal, to think that this is the way that people should behave. So so that self-doubt is the is the result of the abuse that you've been through. And in those moments of self-doubt, it's it's not just like, oh, I don't think I made the right decision. And then it's that one thought. It's like a chain of thought. It, it's like that thing then attracts another thought and another thought and another thought and another thought. And then you're into overthinking. You're feeling overwhelmed. You're just it's just taking you over. So it's not just like a flash of self-doubt and you can deal with it. it. It escalates or it spirals into something else completely different. And and I want you to understand that's a consequence of narcissistic abuse that you've been through because then you can understand yourself better. Now, when you swing to the other extreme and you're feeling relief and justified in no contact and you're absolutely sure that um how you felt was right and what they did was wrong their actions were wrong that's when you're in the healing process that's when you're starting to truly acknowledge everything that it is that you've been through with them okay and you will swing between the two now what actually really happens is you kind of balance out and you come to a kind of place in the middle where you're not doubting yourself and you're not feeling quite so strong you're quite so kind of um not feeling quite so strongly that you're justified in all these things and you find a place in the middle but it takes a while to do that now when it comes to the self-doubt what happens is when when you have that self-doubt and then all these other things start coming in so so you doubt yourself there's anxiety there's wondering if you could have done something different wondering if it's your fault that you're in the situation that's when you're on the slippery slope because as soon as you start to think that you're responsible for the situation that's when you start to think i can fix this and you start to think there's something i can do to make this better okay because this is a really uncomfortable time this is a very very difficult time that you're going through and i don't want to un- i don't want you to underestimate that it's a huge challenge to go no contact and to cope through it all and because you what can happen is because you feel so uncomfortable you can think i want to alleviate that discomfort i want to do something to help myself and the logical thing that you jump to because again this is a pattern of your childhood this is narcissistic abuse conditioning you will think right i will do this i will contact them i will speak to them i will sort this out And then you've broken your no contact. 
even though the day before you were feeling justified in your no contact. So that's the problem. You got you were in this, but you you would have previously done this many times. It's a pattern that's been established throughout your life that whenever there's a bit of trouble, whenever there's an argument or a row or a bit of um, unpleasantness between you and your parent, then it, it I will be willing to bet that it was always you that was the one that conceded. It was always you that had to make that phone call. It is always you that had to apologize. It was always you fixing things because that's how it works. They create all this drama and chaos. They cause all this pain and hurt. And then for some reason, well, this is narcissistic abuse. We think we're responsible for it and we have to apologize and make things better. And when it really is, it's just the narcissist circus. They wanted attention. They wanted uh, energy from you. They wanted to reel as many people as they could. So they, they contrived the whole situation. Now, you might have thought that you were trying to sort out a problem in your relationship. That's where you're coming from. But the narcissist wants to exploit it for the maximum attention and energy that they can get from other people. Okay? So if you understand that you're going to go between those two extremes, and just as much as you, you in, in both extremes, you feel really sure and certain of it. You're really sure that it's your fault. You're really sure that it wasn't the right thing to do. You're really sure there's something else you could have done to make things better. But then when you're feeling that it's the right decision, you're just as sure that no contact is the right decision. It all makes sense. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. Now, over time, that self-doubt will start to fade. Over time, you start to start to truly acknowledge the abuse and everything that you've been to been through. So that self-doubt starts to fade. Now, what I recommend you do, and if you've watched my videos a lot, you will hear me talking about this a lot because this is what I did. I did a pro and con list of going no contact. And it didn't take me very long to do, a, you know, write out the good things that my parents had done. It didn't take me very long at all. But then I wrote out the bad things. And I and all I did was a one-line descriptive thing, the time when the time when I had a miscarriage, or uh the time when I said I was gonna come and live in France, or you know, this just one line sentence. So I knew exactly what it was all about. I didn't need to go into big detail. It was just one line per incident. And I filled up four pages on my computer with a line in between of the incidences and then what I did every time I got that self-doubt come in and that self-doubt is accompanied with guilt it's always accompanied with a huge amount of guilt every time that came in I would look at my list I wouldn't even have to read further down the list than about six or seven before I thought I'm right no contact is the right thing. Because the other thing, just like self-doubt is a consequence of narcissistic abuse and the conditioning that you've had and the way that you've been manipulated into thinking that it's your fault, it's the same with the guilt. 
a narcissist will will make you feel guilty in order to try to manipulate you into doing whatever it is that they want. They will use your guilt. So we kind of think it's independent of them. We think that we have this burden of guilt that's us, that's because there's something wrong with us. It's it's linked with shame. So the guilt and shame kind of go hand in hand. We think that we're bad. We're the scapegoats. We've been treated terribly. All these things. But actually, that guilt is installed by the narcissist. And all they've got to do is say X, Y, and Z. They... they um. Like push that guilt button on us and we'll do exactly what it is they want us to do again. So understand too that the guilt that you feel is is toxic guilt. It's not a healthy guilt that tells you. Healthy guilt will tell you when you've done something or when you're going to do something that's not good and it will tell you that you shouldn't do it or you shouldn't have done it. Toxic guilt is when you feel that same level of shame, but all but the crime does not justify that guilt or that shame. So if you if you say no to your narcissistic parent about something because you don't want to do it, you can't afford to do it, you can't do it, you don't want to do it, then the guilt will kick in. The guilt will kick in because because we're so used to serving them. We're so used to doing what they want to do because they will guilt us. So you might say no, but all they've got to say is, oh, I'm getting so old and I might not be around for very much longer. And then that's it. You'll do it. And they know exactly what buttons to push. They know our weaknesses. They know we care about them. Okay? So this is like the supreme test is right at the beginning of no contact. It's two things. It's not to react. So whenever you're feeling that discomfort, whenever you're feeling that, that you've made the wrong decision, whenever you're feeling that self-doubt creeping in, Write out the list like I told you, all the things that they've done. And and look at it. Every time you feel that self-doubt, remind yourself of the reality of the situation. Don't let that guilt pull you down a pathway where you where you contact them again. You feel that bad that you contact them again. Because what you see on that piece of paper, all the horrible things they did. That's the truth about them. That's the truth about them. And they might say X, Y, and Z. They might say that they love you. They might say that they care about you. They might say that they'll always look after you. They might make all these promises, but the reality is what you see on that piece of paper. So write that list. Don't put it off. Do it right now. Go and write that list. Stop this video and write the list. There's nothing I'm going to say beyond this point that's more important than writing that list. That list will help you so much. 
The other thing I really want to say that's really, really important, and you won't, because because you won't feel like this at all. You'll feel so far from this. But I want to tell you that based on my own experiences, every single day that you are free from narcissistic abuse, you are getting stronger. Every single day, you're getting stronger. And that getting stronger doesn't mean that you're not going to have triggers. It doesn't mean that they're not going to contact you and you're going to have a bit of a wobble. It doesn't mean that you don't have the self-doubt or you don't have the relief and the, the kind of feelings of vindication that you have that it never was me. It doesn't mean it. All it means is that when you're for every day that you're free of it, you're getting stronger. You're getting stronger in ways at the moment that you're not aware of. But something will come up. There'll be some sort of test. There'll be maybe it'll be a flying monkey. Maybe somebody recruited by the narcissist will, will try to contact you and you just won't stand for it. You won't take it anymore. Maybe it'll be that you're triggered in some way. And instead of it taking you out for months like it used to do, or even weeks, it takes you out for a few days. This is what happens. But you're getting stronger. When, you're, when it stops, you're freeing yourself from it. And even just, just not having that toxic influence in your life every day will liberate you. And you will have the ability to be able to see much more clearly the truth about that particular relationship. And it will also help you to understand other relationships too. And it will help you see dynamics with other people. It will help you see dynamics with with, with new acquaintances or, or potential new friends. You, you get so much clarity from it. And I will tell you, 100%, it is worth it. Even when I was in the pits of despair, right at the beginning, the worst is at the beginning. It's It gets better. There, there may not be a day within the next three years when you say, I'm healed. I don't know that I can say that I'm healed, but I know that I'm so much better than I was. And you you kind of reach this, this kind of point when you feel okay. When you can think about them without being angry or sad, when you accept what you've been through. Now, you're, you're going through the grieving process. It sounds strange because they're still alive, but you're going through the grieving process. And you have to go through all the stages of grief, just as you would do if they died. So that's anger, depression, bargaining, um, sadness. I've said, what's well, I said? Depression. What else is there? Um, until you reach a place of acceptance and it's not necessarily one day you might be angry and the next day you might be crying you whatever you feel is correct whatever you feel is what you feel it's not good bad right or wrong it is what it is and the best thing is to experience it and let it come out of you 
and understand that if you can if you're sad and you cry then it 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 is like a relief you need that if you're angry and you need to need to vent that you'll feel better afterwards but it's it's all of it is worth it it's worth it in every aspect of your life the whole of your life will be affected by this decision to go no contact and it will be affected positively it will be a good thing you'll feel free you'll have peace you can you can do what you want to do you can do the things you've always wanted to do but haven't been able to you've been held back you've been told you can't afford it you can do those things if you want to retrain you want to do a new job you can do those things you start to realize how much you've been held back how much you've been weighed down by the narcissist but truly 100% it is worth it so if you can just even if just one day you just keep on taking putting one foot in front of the other even if one day you feel so rough you feel so bad that you want to be in bed all day but you manage to get up out of bed and have a shower that's a victory you've done that then take the next step and this is the time when you have to practice because this is not something you're familiar with practice being kind and patient to yourself you have to practice it demonstrate it to yourself i'm having a bad day today i need to have some rest i'm having a i'm not doing very well today i don't need to do this thing tonight what you're going through is massive please make sure you take care of yourself i'm here for you if you need me if you want to reach out to me either in the comments here or you can email me claire c-l-a-r-e comebackbrighter at gmail.com bye